0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take you all the way down in New Orleans this
1: time. Competition is on. 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 All right, folks, another episode of Hard to Paint with David Grubb and i get to welcome back my boy henry brady um when we get together we like to have fun talk about the lighter side of sports we do get serious at times too but you know look sports culture is everywhere it permeates our lives and it, it, we just like to have fun with it and um so i think this is the best dude to do it with because we we just we enjoy it every time we have a, we have a blast so brady welcome back to the show my man how you doing Hey, what's going on? I'm glad
0: to be back in the paint, man. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it pushing. The Pelicans are six feet under the grave, so now we can move on to other things and think about other things.
1: Yeah, I mean, we still got to finish out, and we're recording this on Thursday um, you know, night, and the Pelicans got before the Pelicans play their final game of the season.
0: And, ja Okafor, um, how many minutes does he play tonight?
1: Maybe he scores oh, 35 he gets 20 plus. tonight, and, and, and yeah, he gets 20 he plus 35 minutes. tonight, and, and he'll get cut. <laughs> <laughs> the question for me is like, is Kendrick Williams going to make a jump shot? Uh, isn't that the LeBron
0: stopper? We were going to use him as the LeBron, well, the LeBron fouler. I think we are going to use five solid fouls for LeBron on him. I think that that would have came in uh, handy had we made it into the first round. But I mean, yeah, other than that. Yeah, Kendrick Williams is Kendrick, yeah. It's he's over. not going it's to It's over, man. He won't be back
1: next season, I don't think. If he's back next year, then that tells you something. It tells you that they're not serious. Because that on a good team tells me nothing. No, it, it, I mean, it, well, it tells you that they're the same people, same team. Cuz if you bring him back it, on a championship team, does he crack the top 11? Like would do you think he gets minutes I, on I don't the on he, the bucks I don't or think the he raptors?
0: Cracked, I don't think he cracks the starting lineup with the G team that's, uh, that the, the, the professional team owns. I don't think he, he cracks the starting five with the G League team. I, I mean, mean, this and league don't... is about making shots every so often. And he hadn't made a shot since December. Yep. Until and then on top of that, he's the not the as
1: good a defender as people want to say. People always like, there are literally people say like, if he were a better basketball player, he'd be a great basketball player. <laughs>
0: like that's that,
1: like well, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> We
0: look man. we we, we clutch so many straws here for for this team because we want this team to be so good. So if we see someone even you know playing at a, at a level that we didn't expect, our first inclination is to say, "Oh man, this guy, this guy might be something, or he might you know we've been looking for a, a dynamic small forward, which seemingly for the last hundred years, since the team first got here, we've been looking for a good small forward to, to play that position. So he showed a little bit when he came on. I give him one thing. he's a good five five. I give him that. He's a hell of a five fouls. And I think that had we made it in the playoffs, we would have used him as such. Uh, LeBron would have been probably very annoyed by the fouls that uh, Kendrick Williams would have given him because I think that's what we'd have used him for.
1: And what's funny is both of us probably at some time were, were, were the five foul guy. I know Rob had me as foul, five, the foul, foul guys a couple times. We was high school. I couldn't I'm foul not, five
0: I'm times, or I'll get kicked out of practice. There, there was one practice I remember vividly where uh, expletives were shouted in my direction after I fouled one of our players who was going for a dunk. Because my thing was, you're not going to dunk on me. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to get played that bad in practice. And uh, I believe maybe it was Noel who tried to do a dunk, or uh, Noel Ellis used to play for the team, or some, uh, tried to do a dunk. And I slashed on his arm, and, and, and the ball came on. And I think Rob looked at me and said, Boy, if you file another expletive, <laughs> you are off this team. And that night, I think I got dunked on a couple of times. I think I got dunked on a couple of times following that situation. So,
1: oh, I needed to the- Oh, I remember those days—the beautiful days <laughs> at thirty-three, thirty-two Huntley Drive, man. Yep. All right, now let's get into it. A lot going on this week. Let's—where do you want to start?
0: Oh well, maybe we do a little quick hit, right? Quick, and uh, just talk about what we saw yesterday with uh, the NBA suspending Milwaukee superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Bucks' final seeding game on Thursday for a head bump on Wizards' Mo Wagner. The one-game suspension will cost Giannis Antetokounmpo $178,225. It seems like Antetokounmpo is really turning into. Another type of – the last couple of years, he used to be like this soft-spoken kind of guy. And as his abilities have, you know, gotten better and he's been put more in the limelight, man, he really is a nasty dude. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way or even a negative connotation. Like, you can see it on his face. You can see it with the passion he plays with. And uh, last game, he did one of those soccer moves <laughs> that the players do, you know, world, in worldwide football. That the Philippines Zidane. A, a couple of games. Yeah, the Zinedine Zidane type of stuff. So, so when I saw this happen, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, man, why would he did It's just kind of looking at the player that this guy has become. He just doesn't care. Anymore. Like, he, he really he doesn't care about the other superstars in the league. He doesn't really care about the opinions of the other, you know, high-profile players. He really
1: is just a dog out there, and, and it manifested itself into that, um, that moment. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even think it was that egregious because I thought that was some acting, a lot of acting done. I think mean, the NBA could have gotten by with, you know, giving him a flagrant foul or something if you wouldn't do that. But to suspend him, I thought was too much. Um, but he wasn't going to play in the last game anyway. I mean, I just don't like man, dropping my, my hundred seventy eight grand if I'm him to not play. That's what I'm
0: saying, man. Jesus Christ. But you build dang, he wasn't going to
1: play. You could have just gave him the flagrant, give him a little flagrant one. He ain't, it's not like Giannis has a ton of him. He ain't, he ain't Rashid Wallace. Him, a flagrant one. He, the coach would have sat him anyway. Everybody would have been satisfied. He didn't start a fight. I, he didn't, he didn't, uh, it didn't. That was, we saw John Stark's el, uh, headbutt Reggie Miller back in the, the day. Oh, we that's seen, a different era, man. That's a different era. That's a but different, I mean, we've seen um, real headbutts. We've seen, yeah, we've seen real, real headbutts. Legit. That yeah. was, that was, to me, it looked like, you know, you know I used to be in the hallway. When you when we was at school and it be two dudes squaring, move get out and, and the of your, way, and the head your head get right up on other dude's forehead y'all. That's that's what that and you know you nudge you know what I'm saying like you go you gonna do something and you nudge your head up on that's more than what it was like to me than a real headbutt.
0: Well, Milwaukee's still in a good position right now in the Eastern it Conference, and I'm sure they're, 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 they are looking at being the number one team. I do think that they'll make it to the finals if they play on the level they've been playing all season. But, you know, just want to give a little shout-out to Giannis because Giannis, unlike most of the young superstars today, I don't think he's playing that game. I think he is no, a that guy that's isn't. in that headspace where it's like, I don't care about you. I don't care that you're a superstar. I don't care that you're my contemporary. I don't care. Like, none of that matters to me. I don't want to practice with you guys. I don't want to teach you guys new moves or learn new moves from you guys. And it's, I guess that's kind of refreshing because there really isn't a lot of young, you know, high level eight tier players that uh, seem to have that type of personality. And so that's kind of refreshing.
1: Yeah, because you, you talk about all these guys who say that they were influenced by Kobe, that they wanted to be, you know, have the mama mentality to be a killer on the court. They're like you, you look while you look at what's going on in this bubble. There's Giannis and Dane and i'm sure we're going to get the dame soon but oh yes we, we, as, far we, we as we will get the dudes who just don't give a damn like those those two always show that kd is kind of turned into that dude too where he just hates on everybody and is like i know i'm better than you <laughs> but, but uh, it's not many there's not a lot of guys who just don't care about playing the game of the league and, and unlike a person like Draymond feelings. Green,
0: unlike unlike a person like Draymond Green, it isn't performative art. <laughs> like it's not right. performative. These guys really, you know, they care. They they really care. And, and Giannis, I yeah, look he, he he's a player on another echelon, man. He's another another echelon right now. I enjoy watching him play. I never thought I'd see a six eleven guy like a point guard like this. Uh, obviously, he doesn't have that natural movement like a Magic Johnson did. It, it, but just what he does on the court, how he's capable of playing, the way they've set that team up around him to where he can just play one-on-one basketball in the middle of the court, and, and, and they cut, and they, and they roll, and they, and they set up the three-point shots just off of that uh, amazing
1: young player. Bruh, he is, and remember, he's still at 25? Yeah, he's 25? So he has a decade. He literally has a decade
0: left of uh, right. of incredibleness
1: he's gonna get more refined and smarter and it's just he's already got amazing post moves and it's just you think about like as he just gets that balance when he gets that turnaround jumper to be smoother on the baseline it's just it's, he's already doing 30 and 14 and 5
0: it's I mean, like... it's ridiculous. There was there was a time where A D clearly AD was a better player than him. I wouldn't say it now. I mean, he no. I, I, he checker jumped. He checker jumped AD. There was a time where AD was clearly Anthony Davis, clearly a better player. He's checker jumped him. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis can't dribble the ball the way. Giannis Antetokounmpo does I think uh, obviously we always have the criticism of the passion and we, I, I think he has passion but I know sometimes criticism is he doesn't have that passion that where other teammates you know can, can grasp a whole of that synergy and play better and perform better and it seems like Giannis does have that type of quality
1: yeah he's just a, a different animal and um, Anthony Davis is not a one he's, he's, he's a, he can be your one B but if you're putting your whole stake on what Anthony's doing, yeah, uh, Giannis is the guy you can build a franchise around. Yeah, Anthony is a guy you have to build a franchise for.
0: Well, Dave, have you, have you been checking out this, uh, this No Limit uh, documentary? I have not watched the No Limit documentary that's been on. T- I've been watch- reading it on Twitter. It seems really interesting. I think I'm going to have to go back and watch some of it because I- I'm hearing so many cool things and there's a lot of stuff from our youth that, that we grew up around in, in, in terms of, look, let's just be honest, if it wasn't for Master P and No Limit, there probably would be no Outcast. There probably would be, you know, no organized, no, like the whole South was opened up by the way he was able to influence the game. Uh, and Master P says he wants to own the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> he, he tweeted out, he said in the interview that uh, if I'm not going to own it, I know I can't control it. You see, they give us 1% of these teams' minority ownership, and that's not enough because we have no control. So Master P talking seriously about wanting to own a team, we've heard that in the past. We've heard that from other rappers and entertainers in the past, yet they, they, they usually are only able to get a small percentage of the team. But what are your thoughts on Master P? And would, would Ms. Gale be willing to uh, take a little bit of uh, uh, money and let him in the door?
1: I, I don't think it's going to happen because I don't know what, what P's total is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but it ain't, the Pelicans it ain't are, level. <laughs> yeah, I know he ain't got no B's behind. His, you know what I'm saying? It's not nine zeros behind Master P. You know I mean? Like, so it's going to cost to get into the NBA. There's a reason, you know what I mean? That, that club he'd have to have a good set of people with him, uh, to, to to help him buy the team. And then what you're talking about is it's not just ownership, it's power within this state. And I am I would be very surprised if Louisiana would would let this dude do this. I mean, he's worth something
0: like $50 surprised million. I think we'd both be surprised. But if you look at maybe the model he's looking for is what you got, like in Toronto with Drake, where Drake uh, owns some percentage of the team, but he's more or less the, the ambassador. For the team. The guy that put out, I think that it would be cool if you had games where Master P was on the sideline and they're playing Master P music and No Limit music, uh, you know, as part of the half court sets or, you know, the pregame type of music. I think fans really respond, you know, well to stuff like that. And I think as an ambassador that he could probably pull it off. But again, you have to have those people inside the organization that's, you know, willing to look at it in those terms. I mean, Ms. Gill might not know what Mickey Say, uh, means. Ms. Gale might not know what a slump, but a swamp is so 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 you might have some 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 some, uh some language barriers in there maybe there's not the right people if i was him i'd holler at some of the people that's maybe uh you know on the on the on the the ring around gail and see maybe if she they can they can get her to talk about it or think about it but i think it would be cool to have master p kind of in that ambassador role like drake is in that ambassador role in toronto but he don't live here no more so what
1: does that mean when you got millions and millions of dollars? sales? That mean Drake actually is like listening <laughs> to you. Know, I mean, I know he got multiple places, but you think he gonna be here for like thirty games a season? You think he's he gonna give come him back? A percentage for, of the team? If they give him a how much is of the, the, the team percentage? I would Usher, say. Usher owned part of the Cavs. How many times you saw Cavs, Usher at Cavs games? You know what I'm saying? Cavs, How many man, times the you seen City. When Nelly bought. Part of the horn, part of the Hornets back then the day before Jordan bought it. I ain't seen Nelly at the. No- that no Hornets games.
0: Well, they had they hadn't changed it into the sophisticated position like it is with Drake now. Like that was before. Now that we've seen kind of the uh you you seen the 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 way Drake is handling it in Toronto, you kind of have a baseline on how we would do it here. Again, look this is pie in the sky talk, because he brought it up, he brought it up. He wants to own the team. Uh, Master Pete, Many people may or may not know he did play in the NBA training camp level. He played for Detroit. Played for the Raptors. He had a couple of buckets. He, had a he didn't play. Detroit. It was Charlotte and the Raptors. Oh, Charlotte! My fault. My fault. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yes. I have a. Uh, there's a military bee that's, that's that's trying that's circling me right now, Dave. So let me. Hey, you okay, no, right. But
1: he's also, <laughs> he's also violent, part who? of that effort to get um your boy a shot. Was a uh, um J Cole because he said you know he's like oh yeah J Cole and I'm like okay we'll see. Yeah, J Cole, uh, J Cole's like what like 33 or something. I, look, Cole I don't was, think. Jay, I, I think he's he's, he's, too, he's too old to try. Why to, are you to, trying to, to, try get to, get to get into the easy. NBA if you J Cole? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know what I'm saying? Like why?
0: Why? Why? He's bored. I mean, hip hop is you, boring. You, as, as we'll go in later, hip hop is kind of kind of redundant right now. Why not?
1: Okay, we'll see. But I don't think he's get <laughs> no invites to the camps. I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, but but like I said, I think it will be a cool gesture if. Maybe the Pelicans could could team up with him. Maybe we have some 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 no limit nights, you know, next season once it's COVID further. Everybody got a vaccine inside of them or whatnot. I just think it's a cool idea. And look, he brought it up, so you know it gives us fodder to to, to kind of uh, shoot around.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all, we know athletes want to be rappers and rappers won't be athletes, man. And speaking
0: of that, that brings us to probably our biggest story in here right now is the Dame Time situation. I know we want to talk about it earlier. Let's, let's attack it now. Dame Time versus Pat Bev versus Paul George. Yes, I and I love. Came loved. in a uh, Gatorade commercial, as many people know his his the greatest shot in Paul George's career came via a Gatorade commercial. So I don't understand how he thinks he can talk here at the Dame Time, but. He did. And uh, Damian Lillard, after missing two free throw shots, Patrick Beverly, Paul George, and company of the Clippers in that game that they lost to the Clippers, they laughed at him. They made fun of him. And Dame just seems to me like a guy that's just like, he's not even plugged up the same way as some of these guys are in the league. Uh, he, He very measured and very calmly after the game told everyone that he sent both of those guys home that he has no reason to have any animosity toward those guys, that them laughing at him was the manifestation of their anger with him for putting them out of the playoffs. So for me, the calm, almost equalizer-like demeanor (laughs) in which he relayed that to them after they tried to clown him on Instagram, I was feeling the hell out of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Dame has been to a conference final. Paul George ain't never led no team in the conference final. And Pat Bev, look, you are not the guy to be talking to Smack at that point. On the court, I don't mind Pat. I, you know, we he, Pat Bev is the kind of guy you want on your team if he's on your team. You hate him if he's on yeah. your team. But he's mm-hmm. not that dude who should be doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was the bad boys... If all of us, you know, it's, it's one thing for it to be Isaiah or Bill Labir or what of those dudes. If it was the Knicks, it's one thing it's Anthony Mason or John Starks or Charles Oakley. But on the Clippers, you're not the star. So you can't be cut talking out to Dame Lillard, a dude who's been, you know, on covers of video games, been in an MVP ballot, been an all-star, has dropped many buckets ahead, and he missed one time in a game that really don't matter. I mean, you know, ultimately... Because the Portland's going to make the playoffs. And, and I, I think Paul George, too, is, is, is one of the more overrated players in the league. The dude only shoots jump shots now. What was the last time you saw him drive well, hard to the basket? Well, let's get a little bit into some of the
0: stuff that came up on Instagram. Uh, it, after those comments by Damian Lillard, Paul George came back on the Instagram and was like, and you getting sent home this year. With a laughing emoji and respect. And then Patrick Beverly came back under the tweet, under the, uh, the Instagram post, uh, excuse me, saying Cancun on three <laughs> with three laughing <clears throat> emojis. And, again, Damon Lillard, even, on, even his Instagram posts are, are, are super calm, deadly calm. He said on his Instagram post, keep switching teams, running from the yep. grind. You boys yep. is chumps. And that, and that, to me, that hit harder than anything they had uh, previously said. And even uh, e- even, the relatives were getting into it at the game. Paul George's uh, fiancé and Damian Lillard's sister were going at it on Instagram. And they, they were going at it hard, man. Uh, uh, they were trash-talking after the game. Lillard's sister was saying telling Paul George that uh, you got a stripper pregnant. (laughs) I mean, man, this is hardcore stuff. And uh, Paul George's girlfriend was calling, was was talking back at her. This is Lene, Lene Lillard, who's uh, Damian Lillard's sister, came on the internet saying, because you can't talk, you got a whole stripper pregnant. And that's where we're at in the NBA today. And so uh, Paul George's uh, girlfriend came back at her on Instagram saying, somebody come get this cow."
1: So
0: yeah. <laughs> once it got to the family members, I think it was important for Paul George, he came out today to kind of squash the beef between everything that was happening. He kind of came out, kind of settled things down because now that the girlfriend and the sister is involved, it kind of gets a little weird. It kind of gets hard to talk to each other after the game. And in the midst of all of this, Damian Lillard comes out and has a 61-point uh, basketball game right after that. He has 112 points in the next two games following those dis-remarks uh, by uh, Paul George and uh, Pat Bev. And Damian Lillard, you can see him in the highlights. You can see him. You can read his lip. He's saying, put some respect on my effing name after beating Dallas in that game. And he winds up being the first player since Wilt Chamberlain to have three or more 60-point games in a season he and Wilt are the only two in NBA history to have three or more 60 point games I think we'll like 70 of them or something like that so he's no he's in no danger of beating yes. Wilt but just a, a guy of that stature to be able to have that type of record man as long as Drew Holiday ain't in the playoffs
1: I mean <laughs> it's game time and Damon said he said too after that series that's when he said I got he had to start learning how to be a better player than he was, and we're starting to see. I mean, you know, again, took his team to the Western Conference Finals last year, and I still think that they are the most dangerous team in the West right now.
0: They are pretty dangerous, but I don't think they're going to beat the Lakers in the first round. I just think so. Uh, I just think, <laughs> think they will we'll the Lakers. Are gonna they guy. will
1: absolutely beat the Lakers. I believe. I don't think
0: the they're going to beat the Lakers in the first. round. I think put it they're on good. I I hear what you're saying, and that's Charles Barkley pick as well for Portland to do the upset. I just think we've been to this rodeo so many times. We've been to the LeBron's teams not playing that good, entering the playoffs. We've been in this rodeo, what, 10 years? 10 years? 12 years? 13 years? We do this every single year. And so I'm going to go with the the evidence.
1: What's that dude over there next
0: to him? I understand, Anthony Davis. All he's right. never been in the play. He has, he, he look, he's one, he's one with two playoff rounds. He has a little experience, no, but he has one playoff round, one playoff win. round, one playoff round when he has a little experience, but and I'm he's talking never about been this the thing. This ain't about AD. This is about LeBron it is about AD. dragging teams past the first round. And I'm not going to go against 10, 15 years of y'all keep saying he's going to lose in the first round. So I'm just not going to go with, it. I, I have to see it to believe it this time around as good as damn little it is as good as he's been.
1: They are big enough to take the Lakers inside. Lillard eats the Lakers up every time they play them, and they don't have Avery Bradley to guard them. The Lakers can't shoot for nothing at this point, and LeBron looks tired.
0: And I will take everything
1: that you just said, and, and I will see you in a couple 40%. of weeks, and
0: the Lakers will be moving on to the next round because LeBron is on the squad. I'm taking Portland in six.
1: I'm taking we will Portland both, in six.
0: We, will both, we can both put it out there. It'll be LeBron on to the second round. The bubble. Right. there are rules of the bubble there are rules to this bubble and one of those rules to the bubble is LeBron will make it to the second round I guarantee
1: you that alright but we gotta talk about the rules of the bubble for sure because there are now new rules for the bubble
0: yes there are new rules for the bubble if you haven't heard now that we're going from the uh, seeding tournament aspect to the actual playoff aspect the nba has changed their mind on how they're going to do things uh the new bubble format will be four guests per player plus a child each player is allowed one ticket per playoff game for a guest plus an additional ticket for a child shorter than 32 inches per Woj. Woj also says here's who isn't eligible to come into the bubble any individual the player has not previously met in person or with whom the player has had limited interactions for example known by the player only through social media or an intermediary <laughs> so let's uh figure out and try to uh translate what uh Adam Silver is trying to do here with these
1: No IG think... No OnlyFans yes. <laughs>
0: So the NBA is trying hard to not let the freaks up in the building. If we just let, let, let let's just be real. Let's just go 100 for them. Will they be able to stop the ing- Instagram ninjas from invading the bubble fortress? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Dude, we will I see. think. Who will you get ain't getting, the getting the into bubble. that NBA bubble.
1: You ain't getting into that NBA bubble. They, they doing everything they can. Like, you see, not one case. Not a one. They they, they being very serious. You see dudes step just beyond the line. They keeping you out. Man, but now yeah,
0: we're going I, to this next zone where you give somebody a ticket to come in.
1: So I, yeah. I, envision
0: a scenario where other people are buying or taking other people's tickets to get the type of person. No, 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 it's not anyone. like Maybe that. No, no, no it's not like person. that.
1: That's not how it's gonna work that way. Okay, That's all right, all right. All. Break it down if you know more. Yeah. So you talking about like they have to be vetted too, because that process they still have to go through the quarantine before they get they get too, and they're gonna have they're gonna have photo bat. You know they have to do the same thing the photo badges, the wristbands, all that stuff, they still got to do the same thing. So, yeah, you can't just swap it out. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I'll ask you
0: this. I'll ask you this then. For those whose life goals is to follow the NBA and figure out, you know, natural scenarios where they can get – you know, a parlay with players, what would be their strategy given the new N- NBA rules to try to get in the bubble? What would be their strategy?
1: Man, y- y- you might see some airlifts. <laughs> 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 like the way they just, <laughs> drop stuff down over the Berlin Wall. <laughs> you <laughs> you a box uh, of oh. container. Area stuff in the underground, underground Railroad? Under Disney they World try to get there. them look, you are asking single men and some not single, single. grown men with options, and you telling them to be abstinent for months on end by not by choice. It's one thing if you want to be AC Green, dude. That's your life. Go live it. But if you don't, man, this is a big ask. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just... You got, they got to figure out a way to, I I know it's not prison and I don't want to use the terminology, but you got to find a way to get some, some of these dudes do some conjugal visits.
0: It's weird. If you think about it, like uh, what we just saw today, the Seahawks, they cut a player, uh, Kima Siveron, for trying to sneak a woman into the team hotel. NFL teams, they're super strict about this. He tried to sneak a woman in in the team hotel wearing Seahawks gear. In an effort to make her look like a player. <laughs> so, if you got a guy trying to sneak a female, uh, trying to sneak a woman into, into the Seahawks uh, hotel situation, knowing that he's going to be cut, knowing that he's on video, if he's that desperate in a non bubble type situation, man, these bubble situations, it's going to be like, uh, like a MacGyver or something. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to have a moment of weakness within these next two months. And it's going to be interesting to see what the story is going to be on how that person got in the bubble or got out of the bubble.
1: Because whoever gets in is telling. Whoever gets in is telling. (laughs) Just like the other woman before this all started said she was the first one to get the invite. And it went public. So whoever gets in is telling. And that fool in Seattle, dude, you are an undrafted rookie free agent. And you're going to do this the first week of camp? First week. (laughs) <laughs> ain't nobody going to bring you in. You you don't even give yourself a chance to get another job. Cause I mean, everybody what, else position, what
0: position did she play? What position did did he feel like as if she played? Maybe she was of a height and a size in which she could go off of being a lineman or something like that. But if not, then I don't think anyone who watched that video for more than five seconds would have been able to uh, determine, oh, no, that's not the kicker wearing number 85. Uh, that must be someone else. So, uh, look, man, these players, they're going to get creative when it comes to, you know, being with someone. And I just think it's going to be interesting to see if if Adam Silver, at least he's tried very hard. He's, he's did it, and, and look, man, let's give Adam Silver some credit. We talked about this on the, on the radio show and even on our last uh, podcast with this about how he was going to get this done, how this was going to look. I mean, you know, he's killed it so far. The video interaction with the fans, I know you don't like the fans on the video, the little fake fans no, and the digitized stuff, but I think it's – I like the aesthetics of everything. I think that DVD, the intensity and the passion of the games, they've come out on television, maybe in live television. Maybe if you're out there live it doesn't feel like that, but across the television screen it comes, ap- it comes across as intense – basketball i think the aesthetics have been great for what uh adam silver has done in the bubble so it makes me think could the nfl possibly have a situation like this you know could, could the nfl possibly i know it's far more players and i know it's far far you know more coaches and, and, and money etc nfl has what like four or five billion in their coffers <laughs> so they could oh, do it more than I'm that yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking a scenario, like, could, could the NFL do a bubble? Could we, like, rent out Disneyland? Could we, could we like, buy 5,000 acres in North, in North Dakota? I mean, the Saints have already come out and said that no fans will be in the Superdome for the season opener. The, Adam Silver has shown everyone that you can do this if you put your money where your mouth is and you're strict about it. Would Roger Goodell, who is moved by anything, he, the last person that leaves the room, uh, seemingly, he's moved, to, he'll go in that direction. Do you think an NFL bubble could be possible? And do they still have time to, to, to kind of reconcile it and maybe make that move?
1: Do I think it, it's possible? I think it could be regionally possible. Do I think they have enough time? No. Um, there was a great development and i think as an experiment it's going to be interesting to watch this organization called the spring league and they're having six teams um, composed comprised of like 38 players three coaches no six coaches three medical folks and it's a, it's like a grand total of <laughs> between the six teams something just under 300 people okay so they are sending these folks to um, a singular field and a singular training facility and one hotel. So they're all, all the teams and all the personnel will be in this one place. They're playing a tournament of games. It'll end up being nine total games, but it's a tournament-type setup, and it's made up of players who are, have been cut from NFL rosters and I said between 20 and 30 college players who are, um, you know, not having seasons. So they're bailing on, they popped it out. So I think what's interesting is the rules that they have, they're eliminating the huddle. But there's no huddle in the game. No huddle. And then, yes, no huddles. The other part of it is on the sidelines, there will only be permitted 19 players, three coaches, and the medical staff at at any given time. So the other 19 will be in the tunnel, uh, waiting, so that when it's okay, defense, you know, because you have the dead ball. We know how the NFL works football works. You get a dead ball, commercial timeout, whatever. So those guys will go to a different spot, and the other guys will come in to create the social distancing. I think watching that will be very interesting because they're supposed to start in October. The NFL will already have started. Um, So I want to see how that works. But I don't think the NFL is interested in doing a bubble. I don't think owners are interested in doing a bubble, even if players work. (laughs) No, he said, we're going to have football. We're going to have fans. So if the owners aren't of one voice, then certainly Goodell is not going to have the power to try to make it happen. And if they were going to do it, they should have started it as soon as the NBA and as soon as Dr. Fauci told them the only way you could play football is in a bubble.
0: Why couldn't we have done that? Well, I guess, I guess I guess no one knew what the NBA bubble result would be. At the time, the NBA bubble was, oh, could this work? Could It, it, it has worked. It has been a All rebounding A+. The WNBA it's bubble has worked? Yes, WNBA, the NHL, NHL bubble. bubble. All the bubbles have worked, and I think that they needed all of that information to come in before they would even think of something like this. And I think you got some people, some owners that are anti-maskers and this and that, and, and it's weird and it's messed up. But ultimately, decisions on Roger I and mean, he's gone against the owners before in situations like this, and he would have the will of the people on his side for something like no this. One. No, he would. No, he would. No, he would. He would
1: have the he would have the will of reasonable people, not the thirty five percent of anti-maskers. That ain't the NFL fans. NFL fans are not reasonable people. They can't come <laughs> to the games anyway. They can't come to the games anyway right now. I mean,
0: no, no one is letting you into the first week of games anyway. So if they can't come to the games anyway, I think you could do a unilateral decision. They have to, hell, to hell with the 35 40% idiots that want to breathe on another person two feet next to them. You minute, ain't going to uh, tell Jerry
1: Jones. You ain't going to tell Jerry Jones if the governor of Texas says he can have people in his building you ain't going to tell Jerry Jones he ain't going to have people in his building. I just think he, it's frustrating He because- didn't build that so he could not have people in the NFL... The, they, the all these owners are to flex on Roger. Well, tell me
0: this, then, Dave, tell me this one. Tell me this, one, Dave. Why are we acting like this is going to be a, a good situation? Why are it we acting like the season? Why are we acting like the season is going to start and everything is going to be good and everything is going to roll? I mean, are you are you are you kidding me right now? If you read online, you look at the local blockers bloggers. You look at the, uh, the the fans of the team. They are talking as if this season is just going to happen, and I don't think it's going to happen like that. I just do not think. I mean, the, the logistical issues, the amount of people you got to keep in and out of games, the amount of players you have to make sure don't go uh, do this and do that, don't stop at a, a restaurant, don't touch a door handle. I just don't think you can do it, and I'm really concerned about this season. I, I feel like I'm one of the few, one of the only people that's out here that's feeling this way, because I feel like it, it, as I read more and more online, as I read, read more and more on social media, it's like this thing is a go. We're just going to do this thing. We're just going to figure it out as we go along, and and that's been the worst part of this COVID stuff. Figuring it out as we go along has been the worst part. From every governmental entity to, to sports entity, figuring out as we go along has been the worst possible you know, way of looking at it. So how, is the season going to start? Is the NFL, are we going to have a normal, uh, uh, not a normal, but we're going to have an NFL season in 2021?
1: I am of the mindset that the NFL will do whatever it takes to get it started, but it won't finish it will not finish. And I think Sean Payton is one of the few coaches who basically is realistic about it too. Yeah, like, he seems to have a uh head about it. Cuz he got it. He knows. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He left through <laughs> it. <had> it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, this ain't go-. I mean, and if you look around the country and you see these rates and where they're going, you just saw the the rate for children's infections went up 90% in one month. 90% in one month. In one month. So, yeah, How we ain't you- close to getting out of this yet. So, yeah, I'm, football, the most dangerous sport to play during COVID. And I'm going to say it every time people talk about football. It ain't going to happen. And, and you need to be okay with it you need to get okay with it that a year without football i don't I, and,
0: and i don't see it online i do not see the fervor in which you speak of i do not see it online i see business as usual i see we're going to make this happen i see hey we look if you don't want to opt in if you want to opt out go ahead and opt out we have in this season and and obviously in in every aspect of the government we failed Miserably in certain aspects as it comes to dealing with this COVID-19 situation, but I see the same stuff right now going on in the NFL that we had going on governmentally. They're just waiting to see how it's going to happen, what's going to happen, and they're going to play it by ear, and they're going to play it as it goes along. and that is a recipe for disaster. So if the NFL is able to have a full 16game slate and we have a playoffs and we have a, a Super Bowl there, that, that will be one of the greatest tales ever told because I do not see it right now. Not with the way this stuff is flaring up.
1: No, no, man. No, no way. I just I, – I can't see it happening. I don't even think baseball is going to make it. I mean, you got teams in baseball that play five games, and you got other teams that play 17. It's not going to happen. Baseball season is not going to make it.
0: They could have did a bubble too.
1: Yep. You know, they, they could have done it in Florida. and They could have sent the American League teams to Florida where the spring training facilities are. You could have put them in hotels there. And you could have sent the National League teams to the spring training facilities in Arizona and created yep. doubles in both those spots.
0: They had, they had everything there for them. and they didn't. You them. have enough fields. Because, you
1: have plenty of fields. Yes. And, you, and if you're because, doing it with no fans anyway, yeah. they just didn't want to do
0: it. And it's because of what we were talking about before. Uh, there are players on a lot of these teams that are these anti-maskers, individual rights, you know, don't listen to scientists. God, that's what, those are those guys are found in the St. Louis Cardinals dugout. Those guys are found in the Baltimore's dugout. And if you can't get them to buy in, it's going to be hard to get anybody else to buy in. But I think the, the baseball t- commissioner, he should have did it. They, oh, they had Manfred's the determined. easiest setup. Yeah, Robert, he should have did it. They had the easiest setup to do it and didn't do it. It's because mile, of that too. sentiment. They saw it's because the of that sentiment, That's that silly, don't wear a mask, I want to be individual rights types. It's that stuff right there that has permeated its way into sports. That's why you can look, and you can look on Taiwan television, you can look on Japanese television, you can look on Korean television, you can see baseball games going on with fans in the stands, enjoying the baseball games, and over here, there's nothing. There's Derek Jeter sitting there trying not
1: to get COVID from somebody.
0: So it's... It is so weird What me, are the two so most conservative
1: that- leagues in this country? What are the two yeah, most conservative leagues? And You're this, right. MLB this is the- and NFL. NFL. That's the status quo. That's who they represent. Yeah. And you can, all, all people want to say, the, the, and the NBA is status quo too. But the problem is the NBA has two, their players are too visible. Everybody knows their players. Most NFL yep. players live behind a face mask. Most baseball players, no one knows who they are because baseball doesn't promote players. So unless it's a regional Yankees, sport, <laughs> yeah. So people don't know ninety percent of baseball players. So you can keep them silent, but you can't do it in the NBA. So you at least have to give the appearance, um, to, uh, and you have to at least do enough things to keep them from, you know, getting ravenous. But in the NFL and in Major League Baseball, you can shut the players up real quick. It's just
0: a- it's not conservative it is, but you know, I mean, they baseball had they had a way to do it. Basketball did it more. Just up to to Asheville. Asheville, look. It's not conservative. <laughs> that something the antithesis of conservative.
1: Yes, let's get into, as you say, <laughs> the antithesis of conservative.
0: Well, have you heard about this uh, this song that's uh, that, that, that's that's destroying the nation right now in terms of popularity? It's a song uh, by Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. It's called W A P, or WAP, or Wet Ass. Pepper, hmm. As you already know, what the P word sounds for, WAP has now surpassed 80 million views on YouTube. WAP hits a new daily high in streams on the global Spotify chart with over 5 million listeners. Now, there's a controversy because after the video dropped, and if you watched the video, whether you had the sound on or you had the sound off, you could see a lot of different uh, uh, visual things that uh, that, yeah, that made your eyes open up. And now the controversy is, what we've seen from these two women rappers is it too much is they going too far in 2020 are they showing too much too much butter are, are they doing too much well here's one tweeter's opinion uh this was demetria lucas she kind of set the table for the discussion that we're going to have right now and she said women make a song saying they'd like to have fun and filthy sex with men many women applaud agree now, men who like fun plus filthy sex with women are mad at women for liking to have the sex they also like to have. What are y'all mad about? So it's the age-old question, Dave. We like what we see, but we don't want to see it. <laughs> so yeah, your opinion laugh. on WAP, the song that's taken over the nation and has created a lot of controversy. I feel like we're back in the 80s and struggling with Tip O'Neill
1: talking about uh, gangster rap or something, but that's where we're at if if we was talking about the dirtiest songs I've heard uh, in my life, WAP ain't in the h- top 100. It ain't even the top 100. It might be 99. It ain't that bad. I mean, really? It ain't that bad. I mean, what are we talking about here? What are they really saying? You know what I mean? It's not... It is When, when guys are... T- typically, men in hip-hop are talking about multiple women, right? They talk about what they go, how they go, do it and just dump them, whatever, all these things that we, that, that has just been the baseline for, for so much of the talk about women in hip hop since it started, since it started, you know what I'm saying? Like the first, when you go back to rappers delight and they talking about super sperm, right? He said, I'm going yep. to knock you out with my super sperm. That's the first major single in hip hop. So, and then you want to go back beyond that, let's talk about American mainstream music in, in general. Madonna, you know Justify My Love, you remember the controversy over that video? So Oh, definitely. When if first you, came want go, out. you want to go back even further, let's talk about Little Richard. What he told you, Tootie Fruity, the original lyrics was Tootie Fruity Good Booty. So, if you're talking about a whole lot of shaking going on. That, what do you think that's about? What do you, what do people? Well, we are talking about whole shaking about? out they, 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 well, they weren't using metaphors though. They, they, they,
0: they were left But of I'm just saying, if you say uh, "Come Dave. on over, baby," <laughs> n-
1: n- you know this can't go wrong. There's a whole lot of shaking. What do you think they talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like people are rock stupid. And roll. What
0: do you think the rock, rock? So, so rock, saying what does it does out loud rock rock mean? Rock and bro, roll
1: bro, and roll these the same and people who went to who listen who go to the movies and watch violence. These same. People who go listen to Dave Chappelle and he'll curse for his things and they say he's a genius. But women, I think there's always been a problem. First of all, there's a problem with women expressing and owning their sexuality. And the second part of it is black women in particular can't do it. Nobody wants to let black women own their sexuality. I, I think some of the controversy comes in from the fact
0: that you no longer have a counterbalance in the female rap game now, I remember back in the day when we grew up back in the day even, why maybe even 10 years be? ago but why did it well, have well, to be you had artists like Salt and Pepper you had MC Light you had like Queen Latifah Lisa Lestai Lopez the Brat Rod Digger, obviously you had Kim and Fox. If you wanted to listen to Kim and Fox, you could listen to Kim and Fox. If you didn't, you want to hear maybe some, some more conscious, you could choose to go over to Rod Digger or Queen Latifah. But there are Party conscious B. female
1: rappers. There are great but, female but rappers being out there.
0: But they're not But that's the same with any hip in the who, same way Where's Kim? back in the day. Back that's in the not it You could easily find a selection. You could find salt and Pepper, Kim... Fox, Queen Latifah, Ron Diggins. What now, is Salt and talking on about? Social media, what's what's it's Salt talking B, about? What was Megan Salt Pepper's first Zillion? record? And it's what's Gorgeous? Salt Pepper's first big hit?
1: What's Salt yeah. first big mainstream hit? Push it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, push it. Yeah, push it. Definitely. So, so I mean, like, where, where, it's... I'm not saying it didn't exist, Dave. I'm not saying it didn't exist. I'm saying there was a selection. But why there are we offended because women? But why are we offended because it's women, though? But why are we offended because it's women? Because men are still doing it. I'm not saying you, but I'm saying men are yeah. still doing it. Men have always done it. But we acting like because women are doing it, that they need a balance. The balance is about the music industry. The balance is about us and our attitude well, towards sex. We putting the responsibility well, we about, on yeah. these women. When you talk about the balance of hip hop, that's a whole different conversation. I
0: mean, the, uh, the, the, what hip hop is promoting now versus what they were promoting when we're growing up is just a different game. Man, it just is what it is. I mean, you can't put the two back. But, into pop, the two but you we can't say just back in
1: the I don't want it to be just hip hop. It's pop music. Pop it music is, is that way. It's pop music now. It's about team. Teen- yeah, that's the that's the atmosphere of pop. But how did it get like that? Because you keep denying people, and you keep acting like if you tell everybody everything is bad then eventually they're going to go try things out and they're going to go to the extreme of it. And these are extreme expressions of things that are actually pretty normal. I mean, come on, we used to watch Dr. Ruth Westheimer get real intricate about the things we talk about, and it was no more vulgar than this. If we yeah, yeah, say, hey, and,
0: and, 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 and like I said, I don't disrespect that point of view at all. And, and Cardi B, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, Cardi B, she's a former stripper, a former call girl, uh, et cetera, you know, would I be confused That she make you Take your husband rap Or whatever <laughs> No I mean it is what it is We had you know artists like that all the time but i'm saying today an artist like boss for example who was in the 90s you remember deeper and deeper remember that song yeah that song from detroit yeah. radio that song wouldn't even get radio play today that song wouldn't get a, a view on youtube today so i just think that some people are looking at it in terms of and i'm talking about women like not just not just men online some women online too because there's a backlash from their perspective of oh, uh, we don't want to just be looked at it like this so there's all kinds of angles coming but, you know, that, from but it. that's
1: I just think that that's a silly argument, though, because you're only, that's like saying anytime a black person commits a crime that I'm embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. I didn't commit a crime. You know what I'm saying? So if you're embarrassed by the way somebody else portrays themselves, that's on you. You need to look at you. And that's a true sentiment, but I, like I
0: said, there are people who look at hip-hop in terms of the entire genre, in terms of you know the art form to where it is today, and they're looking at it through that prism, not necessarily looking at it through just my personal dislike or don't like. Maybe they don't like the general direction hip-hop is going. It is what it is. But I think back in the day, we had a selection. You had so many different types of female rap artists in the system that there was no focus on just one, you know there was no focus on, the focus on Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's song would have not been there in the 90s or in the early 2000s because there'd have been so much else going on that this would be a blip on the screen.
1: No, I don't don't, think that, I don't think that I think, I don't think that this I I think this is just, it always happens in music, this is just another one of those things, like I said, we had the Madonna controversy, we had the, the two live crew go to court over lyrics i mean this is this is just cyclical this is what amerelle nelly nelly had a hit on bet uncut uncut for the about stuff that two was years, on air there that when was way worse a
0: credit card through a woman's butt nightly on bet uncut and it was barely a story no one really cared it was just another song in hip hop it was just another song in hip hop but it just that song pops up today, every now and you this. put that song out today it'll have 90 million views and it'll be talked about everywhere because hip hop now this is the prism in which its top artists are, and that, and it is what it is. And if you want to, but you at can it, share it, everything so much quicker. Guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you can share yeah. everything so much quicker. Uncut was was an underground thing. If you didn't know about BT, you was never gonna see it, and it wasn't like you could pass it around. Oh, you know everybody what I'm saying? Knew about Tip Drill. But now, everybody knew about Tip Drill. Everybody did not <laughs> know about Tip Drill. <laughs> Everybody did not know about you. you I, look, I would, I know plenty of communities, but if you bring alert. it up, they have yeah, no I, idea
0: what okay, it is. I was getting phone alerts back then. I don't even know if the Twitter did phone alerts, but I was
1: getting them back then. But the about it, you couldn't, you, it wasn't like you could put it, there was no YouTube. So if you, it's, it's, it's trying to find it, remember, like, stuff like that, you had to go find things. Like, where is it? Where do you find it? Now you, you, everything is so much more accessible that, oh, and then, what is this also? It's an election year. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's an election year. Yep. You got a pandemic. You got people stuck at home. So what do they worry about? Nonsense. They got to worry about somebody else's stuff. That's what I think. That's what a lot of this is, too. And then ultimately it comes back to how, how men and women try to view female sexuality. That is that, a speaking control of that- element.
0: Speaking of that, CeeLo Green, he put his toe in the water, and he got the backlash of, uh, uh, of all backlashes online, so he had to come out and apologize to Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and Nicki Minaj after slamming the X-rated music. The 45-year-old singer said there should be a time and a place for adult content in music videos and labeled the single WAP as shameless. CeeLo questioned whether the trio of female rappers should be considered role models due to the shameless content in their music, but after receiving the Backlash, as happens in hip hop, Wednesday, CeeLo came out, made a public apology, uh, saying the empowering trio, he's behind them. The singer says that it was a misunderstanding about his comments and claimed that he was a huge fan of Cardi, Megan, and Nicki. CeeLo, who has in the past, I believe it was said by him that he, uh, that he used to roofie females or something sometimes. Yes.
1: He also has. I
0: don't think that he should necessarily have
1: that opinion, but it is what it is. And you know, so yeah, you gotta watch who you are when you start saying stuff. Because I mean, if you if you're mad at them for making it, every every goody mob song wasn't suitable for the radio. Yep you know what I'm saying so but the, every outcast
0: uh, uh, like this, this, this is the age this, this is the age old fight Dave of there are people that think of hip hop as an art form there are people who don't care they think hip hop is just about making money it's the glitzy it's the, it, 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 it's uh it's Puff Daddy back in the day versus Death Row it's it's street versus glitzy it's it's the same thing that has been permeating itself all throughout hip hop but the difference nowadays is is that it doesn't appear at least to me in my watching that the other side of it is getting the same amount of promotion that you know this side of it is getting and obviously it's going to get this type of promotion i just think that in the 90s and early 2000s you could listen a keith murray song would never be on the radio today <laughs> a keith Murray's keith Mur- murray yeah but marvin gay wouldn't he's, make it on the radio today
1: either prince wouldn't get on the radio today either, prince, radio today would either. Get, uh, prince would get on the radio prince no, wouldn't, prince wouldn't get he a was, record deal Prince would get a record.
0: Prince would get a record. I disagree with you there. Prince is in his crazy outfits, and he had the right social media team behind him. He would definitely get. He'd be like in a Doja Cat type of deal with a different outfit. Oh, look, he nope. looks, he's quirky nope. and doing stuff. Where are the band? Tell
1: like me, that. where's Do- a band out there that lets artists write records like that? Where's a band? I'm telling you, Prince would have made it. Prince,
0: Prince talent, but that's the thing. Those artists had actual real talent. They had real oh. hardcore talent. not disrespecting Cardi B or Megan The Stallion. They can rap in their own thing, but it's not the level of musical talent that a guy like Prince had. So I think that these musicians who had hardcore talent, they would have found a way to be able to break breakthrough even in today's era. But in today's era of hip-hop, like I said, it's the battle that's been going on for 20 or whatever years. Like, Is this an art form or is this pop music? Is this an art form? But, all, pop music music the pop music stuff
1: but all music is that. But all music is that. That's the thing is we act like hip hop has to be one fucking thing, and that pisses me but off. It, Nobody. What I'm trying says to tell you is not. Roll. Nobody says that. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying in general we have these binary conversations about hip hop. We do not allow. There's trash and there's greatness in everything, and there's even great trash. That's what I'm saying. There is beautifully yes, there's crafted. great trash. Filth. We were
0: talking. We were talking about some of it earlier. I think Swamp. Mm-mm, there's some great trash. There's beautifully <laughs> crafted
1: filth. And that includes violence and stuff like that. You can't tell me, oh, people who love The Godfather, you tell me you love it just for the story? You tell me you watch these mob movies no. just for the story? That oh, Scarface so people acting, love it just for the story?
0: Acting, come on. Everything.
1: So come on, let, people got to stop with this, this fake things, because the things that they do in their house, then they want to go out and, and be hypocrites about it in the street, man. And that's, the, that's what bothers me, is these, these same people. How all these people watch the video to be offended? That's what I'm, how all these people watch the video? say I act, you see the tweets from politics. I accidentally watched the WAP video. How you accidentally watch WAP?
0: <laughs> Perhaps they got whopped upside the head, Dave.
1: Cause they I bet you they accidentally the watched it. You don't get how many views again? Tell me the number. 80 million. So you tell me how many of those are Accidental. No, it's not a lot of accidents in this.
0: Not a lot of accidents in this at all. But like I said, uh, if you listen, if you try to listen to Gene Grey, if you try to listen to No Name, if you're trying to listen to Rhapsody, like, you're going to have to go out searching. You're going to have to do Google Page 11 searching for some of these female artists. And that's just what it is now. That's just what it is. I don't personally love that about it. I wish some of the other artists were being promoted at the same level. But I'm not stupid. As you said, booty sells. It always
1: has. It always is- has. Well, the foundation. <laughs> In this country, we use booty to sell everything, man. Everything. It's, it's the same hypocrites who, who say that stuff. They ain't going to say nothing about what the cheerleaders wearing on the sidelines at the NFL games or the NBA games. They ain't saying nothing about that. You know unless what
0: I'm Let's say the, the World for the Washington team whose name is to, uh, to be created later.
1: Right. So, I mean, it's like we just we, we keep doing this stuff and it's silly, it's pointless. If you don't want to hear the music, Turn it off. If you do want to hear it, listen to it. Because you and like you and I have been listening to hip-hop our whole lives. We have heard... The, we heard lyrics before we were supposed to. You know what I'm saying? I, I know... Live I, heard, crew. I mean, live crew. To live crew. I'm old enough to have heard, you know, when Lottie Dottie came out. I was there. Dottie. I heard he it. The party. And the last line of that song is, what? I want your what? So, I mean, I'm like, I was... <laughs> Ten years old when that song came out, I heard it. Did I turn into a terrible person in life? Mm-hmm. I don't, it depends. I guess it depends on who you ask. But I think I'm a decent <laughs> guy. Too short, too short. That's all I
0: gotta say. Too
1: short. Yes, too sh- bruh. The the dog pound. Have you ever? Have you ever had some? The yeah. dog oh, pound. Come uh, on. The, the, yeah, look the the dog pound album,
0: uh, Doggy Style. Uh, yeah, and, and look, I mean, my, my point has never been that males haven't done the same thing. My my only issue with any of this is that I wish that pretty much both sides, all sides, every side of hip-hop was promoted the same, you know, all had the same kind of line, yes. like, but I'm not stupid yeah. enough to, 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 to be blind to the fact that the only way I wouldn't like WAP was if I were blind.
1: And I mean, even, even, look, any dude that's complaining about it, and I, saw, I don't know who put the line out there, but I saw it. Somewhere on Twitter, why would you be complaining? Because every time that thing come on in a club, every woman in that joint is headed to the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Like this is—these are the songs that dudes were in college live for. In high school, these are the moments in the club on Saturday night that you waiting for that to hit the for the DJ to drop that joint.
0: <laughs> Get whopped upside the head, babe. They got whopped upside <laughs> the head.
1: <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the I guess the only other part of that was the whole Kylie Jenner silliness.
0: Yeah, yeah, let, man, we could put a nice little bow on this uh on this discussion by saying uh the petition to get Kylie Jenner removed <laughs> from the video had more signatures than uh, people asking for relief efforts in various COVID struck countries. So that's the kind of little byline, a little, a little footnote, you know, to, to, to this story right here, that Kylie Jenner got in, they loved the video, but not everybody loved that Kylie Jenner was in it. And I imagine that ha- had she saw the the outcrying, I imagine that she was smiling with glee at the fact that more than 60, 70, 80,000 people signed petitions asking her to be removed from the video.
1: Yeah. That again, that just, where, where at, <laughs> <laughs> that just shows where our heads are, man. That just shows where our heads are at. We we are messed up, bro. We are messed up. Let's um, go back to the bubble. We need to go to a bubble for us. We need we need a bubble just for us. Whew. Man, I love when we do this. It's always fun. And we're gonna do it again real soon because we know the world we're just gonna keep spinning. And now that we got oh, yeah, the presidential yeah. election that's get going to Oh God. And, Bruh, it's going to be hilarious and, 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 and scary over the next few
0: months. We, we, won't be hurting, we won't be hurting for content. We won't be hurting for content, that's for
1: sure. No. So tell them real quick how they can find you, man. And um, like I said, we will, we will have right. you back soon.
0: For more interesting information, debates on everything under the sun, follow me at uh, Hanks3Sports, H-A-N-X, the number three, and sports. Y'all holla.
1: All right, man. That was Hank Brady. I am David Grubb. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Hard to Paint. Don't forget to follow me at Grubb and visit the website, H-I-T-P with d next time, we